Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Started five podcast on SB Nation Christy Brett Blues. I am the one P Shark. And this your guy Trev, aka the corner man, aka the three and D guy. Uh bags is packed, uh, ready to depart Dylan Brooks Island. What's good, everybody? Hey man, I, I, I didn't know what you were gonna say on this one, man, but you're right. There's still some vacancy I see for now. Um, as of today, was February 6th at 7 08. PM Central Standard Time. It's really shitty checking in. Big fella, what's happening? What's going on, y'all? Ed Tab Shakir. Uh, this is no promoting at all, but Trevor, with all the flying you're about to be doing, Frontier gotta fly all you can do, all you can fly for four hundred dollars uh, all summer. You can fly anywhere in the world. So, you know what I'm saying? As long as Dylan Brooks Island got Frontier, you can go there and back four hundred dollars, easy money. You go wherever you want to try to figure out what, what you're gonna do for the rest of your life, bro. Oh yeah. no, I'm a private, brother. Because I was the one who, 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 bought, who bought the stock in Dillabrook's Island. Oh, guys, okay. I was just trying to help you, bro. I don't know how much flying you're trying to get out. But <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Thank you, though. I appreciate of it. Of course. Yeah, I've heard no good things about Frontier. But I think OG deserves to be able to flight the net since they made him fly all the way back to Toronto without pulling a deal last night. But, you know, but going back to the Grizzlies last week, 0-3 week, a lot of smoke happened around this team. They tried to sneak. They tried to be sneaky doing – knowing nobody rewatched the Indiana game. And we're all watching the AFC Championship, and we see the stuff, find out about stuff with Jopin Ray and his crew, all this stuff going on off the court. Then you get Dylan Brooks punching punch people in the private parts in the Cleveland game. getting suspended for a game. Then him and Jopin miss out on Toronto, another collapse. So they have two collapses in the same week in the fourth quarter of the game. And Taylor Jenkins don't have no answers. So what are y'all thoughts about everything going on with the Grizzlies over the past week? Man, at this point, the Grizzlies just need to get to the all-star break intact because everything is just not looking on the up and up right now for Memphis. As Sharky just mentioned, the 0-3 week, um, two games that very well could have been won by Memphis if you really just look at it. Um, I'm going to focus more on the Toronto game and just – it's not so with the Toronto game. It's really with the games last week. I'm not liking what's – Taylor Jenkins is doing as far as play calling, as far as in the half-court sets. Uh, it looks like we in L.A. Fitness just running around trying to find uh, <laughs> the best shot possible. Um, we're not getting easy baskets. Jaron is now starting to take advantage of his matchups, but, again, I need him to demand the ball more. 
and I don't need him jacking up six threes um, if he's not going to go at least three for six. Um, with the John Morant situation that happened after the Indiana game, man, um, he cleared his name. The NBA did an investigation. Everything was clear. I feel that it's time to just move forward and just uh, finally just focus on playing basketball. But I think, again, this team just needs to get to the all-star break and never knew until now. Well, I kind of knew, but I think everybody now knows just how valuable Steven Adams is to this lineup. Like he covers up so much of what the Grizzlies do on the offense, just what he brings. And with him not being in the lineup again, the Grizzlies on offense look like they're just in LA fitness. And then again, lastly, I'm going to call out Taylor Jenkins again for the Toronto game with that last uh, play call for Jaron. I'm sorry. If you're down three and you need three, I don't care if the other team does know who the ball is going to. You need to figure out your best out-of-bounds play to get Desmond Bain an open look. I'm sorry. I get it. Jaron can knock down the three, but again, prior to that shot, he was 0 for 6. Desmond Bain was shooting 4 for 7. He was lights out from the, from the three-point line. Like, you have to find a way to get Desmond Bain the ball here. Um, but again, man, it's just the Grizzlies got to find a way to get some easy baskets. They got to find a way to score in the half court. Um, and if this doesn't change soon, I don't see anything uh, changing up on the positive for the Grizzlies in time soon because if they're lucky now to still be second, but they could very well, very well slip if things doesn't change soon. And I think they just need to get to the all-star break at this point. Yeah, so to the point, uh, talk about Taylor Jenkins and the play calling that you just mentioned. To the point that you're saying, Triple J is not the, the person that you want to have the ball. Desmond Bain is hot, you feed the hot hand. How many times have we seen an out-of-bounds play called for the Golden State Warriors, that still goes to Klay Thompson, even if Steph Curry takes the ball out. With the Portland Trailblazers, you know Dame's getting the ball. And, like, you create a play or have designated plays for the shooter. So I completely agree. And and not only should you have that play call ready, I'm, I'm also – sometimes I assist too. As an assistant, I'm ready for the play call. Hey, listen, it's not going to Jaren. I don't care if he's 0 for 1 or not shot at all. Desmond Bain is your shooter. Go to your shooter. We are, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to talk too highly on the coaching or too low on the coaching. I want to give us some time because I, I've had this high pedestal for Taylor Jenkins. But after this 11-game win streak that we were on, I understand basketball is a game of highs and lows and runs. But we are running ourselves downhill fast. We are not limping to the all-star break, ladies and gentlemen. We are parking in handicap going to the all-star game at this point and we need wheelchair assistance okay we are in trouble and we are so in trouble i said this earlier i, I believe it was on starting five it wasn't on lbr it doesn't matter everyone else has done something of significance since the playoffs ended last season to this day right now except who us if you call danny green a significant piece you are smoking more crack than Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's house, okay? There's no way we can expect to even compete for the division as the team stands with what has just happened with Dallas. And ladies and gentlemen, if you think Dallas is done, they are not. The Pelicans are going to start soaring again and figure their stuff out. So now we're in trouble. Now it's not only just the playoffs. I mean, are we even the best in our division? We're talking about the West. Are we the best in our division? 
That's another question. Are we finding our division? No, we're not. And so if by Thursday, two, three o'clock, whatever it is, two o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Central, if there are not deals done, we might not even find ourselves in the top six. We might be in a playing scenario with the way things are going at this point. Yes, I'm calling it that way because at the end of the day, Golden State's going to figure it out. They're too professional not to figure it out. I think the Kings are too hot right now to not be in the playoffs. And I believe we're the only people that are going to drop down. The Mavericks are going to ascend. Warriors will figure it out. Of the week that just happened, 0-3, I don't care who's out there, who's not. You can't lose three straight after, what was it? Are we on an A game? We're not on an A game to lose but we've lost. We're two out of eight in the last ten. Pathetic. Eight, eight of nine. Eight of the last nine. Eight of the last nine. Hey, court's adjourned. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> um, like when I pressed the alarm a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't doing it just to do it. I was doing it because the way that the Grizz were playing was so alarming that somebody had to say something about what they were saying. I'm happy that it's me because Grizz Nation, I've been trying to get y'all attention for the last month or so, and it's about time y'all come on over to Big Tab Island. Big Tab Island. So let me put it to you like this, Shady. You said we won't be in a play. We may be in a play-in. I think we'll be in the playoffs for sure. I don't think we'll be in the play-ins. But I think we'll be one of those teams with two all-stars that can lose in the first round. And what I mean by that is that we can blame this as a coaching thing or we can blame this on a player thing, 50-50, however you want to look at it. The Portland game, Nurkic without super early. Attack. The Raptors game, they had pressure start. He barely played, you know, in the first half. Attack because they have no other big man. Why are you trying to outshoot the Raptors? That's an issue. What, what's, what's up, Trev? No, no, no. You, you're absolutely right. Two teams with no rim protection and you're jacking okay, up okay, threes. You're absolutely right. I ain't have nothing to rebuttal. Keep going, man. That's an issue. That's an issue for a team that literally, in my opinion, has no big. So you go against two teams that have no big. That's an issue. You go on Western Conference slump, that's a big issue. And what we're still seeing now is we're, we, y'all said that, you know, we see how much Big Steve's impact on the Grizz have, which is damn right. But if I'm not mistaken, even in the neck of it, we taking Big Steve out in them, them, them big moments. So if, if a player that's barely getting time in the crucial moments, A, for two, when the playoffs time come, probably won't see the floor that much. If we're waiting on him to make an impact, that's an issue. No pun intended, but that's a big issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And every game that we've lost since I've, you know, called the alarm, I've tweeted, we need a closer. We need a closer. I get everybody tweeting me, oh, Jaws, our closer. No, Jaws, our best player, and he happened to get, you know, get his layoffs off because he's that good of a player. In the playoffs, oh, none of that's none of that's gonna matter. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now. Desmond Bain, great shooter. He don't have a go-to move yet. I don't think he can be that for us just yet. Still young, still coming to his own. Don't get me started on playmaker. <laughs> Please don't get me started on playmaker. And Jaron Jackson, we all talked in a group meet the other day. They're not even looking for him to dominate. So it's like what we need somebody at this point with Taylor Jenkins not being able to officially run off the half-court offense in the latter minutes, we need somebody who can get the ball and say, hey, get the hell out the way. That's what we need at this point. That's why I'm saying, are we going to move like the Pistons 
are we gonna move like the Celtics? And the Pistons, they had two times when they were finna make playoffs run. They both made, you know, in the 90s. They got Mark Aguirre in the early 2000s. They got Rasheed Wallace to make that extra push to put them over the hump or to at least help. Because I don't know if y'all been sleeping on a rocket. <laughs> the, the Mavericks just got Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Say what y'all want. That's an issue, especially when we can't look, beat Luka by itself. Or are we going to move like the Celtics, how they had, you know, all the picks years ago. We kind of got on them and now they're in the NBA Finals. So how are we going to move, Grizzlies? I think we're going to know by this trade deadline. And I don't see it looking too good for us. I'm going to just say that now. So Grizz fans, temper your expectations. Make sure y'all listen to us. But if we don't make a move at this trade deadline, it's going to be some heat when they're in playoff time. I'm telling you that now. Yeah. I can't disagree anything y'all to say it. Well, except where well, a little bit Rashidi. The fact we lost eight or nine, we still two and a half games up on the two seed. That lets me know we're probably gonna be in the playoffs out of the league. <laughs> uh, because I don't think they're gonna keep they're gonna turn it around at some point. Are they gonna turn around to 11 game winning streak? Turn it around? No, probably not that, especially the way they're looking right now. But they'll they, I doubt they just keep slumping at this rate, right? Especially when you start getting players back. I did like uh Taylor Jenkins did kind of fine. He did try to make a little adjustment, tinkering lineup, seeing how Santi fares at playing uh at small forward. And it looked, I mean, it looked pretty good the most of the game, but it's just those in-game adjustments out after timeout plays that for whatever reason, Taylor Jenkins, I mean, he still got another step to take. I remember a couple of years ago, and I'm kind of back on this train again. I just I know he's I know he's I'm not saying he needs to get fired, and he's not gonna get fired for another at least two, three years, right? But I have always thought when it's time to continue, will he be the coach that gills over the top? He comes from the Mike Budenholzer tree. Mike Budenholzer from Milwaukee, if you want to, you know, he is what he is over what he is. But he got lucky. He was about to get fired that year. And James Harden and Kyrie Irving both got hurt. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the reason he still has a job, literally. Yeah, this is keep on hunting. So what is over what if? It did happen. But <laughs> otherwise, he, that seemed like what Taylor Jenkins is headed to unless, uh, you know, scenario like that happens for the Grizzlies. Which you could because John Morant got hurt last year, and that's how Golden State eventually, you know, that's how you could say make case they eventually won. So things like that happen. Teams go on slumps, but uh, all the smoke that's happening around the team, it kind of goes back to the point of them being young, and now we see like why young teams typically don't win. Although the Grizzlies are ahead of schedule, it it seems like that's why they need to make a deal. If you keep on this, if they keep on this rebuilding track, in my opinion, the rest of this season, you might as well start or play Zaire 25 plus minutes. If, that, if that's what you want, if that's, if that's your plan to keep trying to build, then don't act like a contending team. Actually, play these younger guys more minutes, in my opinion, if that's, if that's your goal. Otherwise, act like a contending team and make a contending move and trade for like a veteran players, which we're going to get into in a second. Trevor, you have something? Yeah, just the longer you wait. To push your chips in for a championship, the shorter your window is going to be. So a deal has to be made. And I'll be a little bit more modernized with two can go to another uh, conference with this. Do you do the Grizzlies want to move like the Golden State Warriors? Push the chips in when they need to push the chips in, build through the draft, and eventually get a couple championships out of the deal? Or do you want to move like the Thunder doing the Durant Westbrook era where you built through the draft, got a couple conference finals, one finals uh, berth, um, 10 straight years of going to the playoffs and actually winning a, a series, but not actually getting over the hump. And then eventually somebody leaves. Like this is stuff you really have to consider because a lot can change now. Granted, yeah, we're, we're young, but when you had the opportunity to win in a wide open West, if we're just going to keep it frank, the West is wide open right now. 
and things mm-hmm. and folks are making moves. So if you don't do nothing right now, things will get a lot worse before it gets better. And I'm looking at their schedule now, and it's gonna be hella hot water when the rest of this month and then the month of March. Exactly. Like you're you still like I said you go in this slump and you're still in the two seed. Make a move and like let us know all you need to know. You were that good that you're still the number two seed after this huge slump. Make the move. Like, you know, I saw a lot of people getting, you know, Nate, our own very own uh, Greasy Bear Blue is Nate and Chester. And, you know, he he ruffles the feathers on Twitter. He wrote this great article talking about Grizz might be waiting on a fish that might never come. And I saw like crazy comments like, oh, you see, he always talked down to Grizz and stuff. Bro, if y'all actually read the article, he spoke straight facts. <laughs> straight facts. <laughs> Like there are some teams that wait too late to put their push their chips in. And we ain't saying they need to trade all their picks. They need to trade all their young guys. But you ain't at some point you're gonna run out of room on the roster. Having nine draft picks over the next seven years, and you got four rookies this year, five rookies this year, and you got two more from you know, last year. On. Yeah, yeah, you know, this ain't football. You don't you don't have 53 man roster. This it's only 15 players. So at some point, a lot of this stuff, they ain't gonna be out here in the second. So hey, that's just what we own. And also, like I said, growing up, hopefully this off the court stuff and off, you know, all the other stuff, all the other antics, Dylan Brooks, bunch of folks, you know, doing the stuff he's doing, John Morant and the stuff that's going off the court. Like at some point, they're going to have to grow up. I feel like, you know, younger teams, that's kind of the case. We've been asking for a veteran for the longest. I doubt they're going to trade for Jay Crowder. He's uh, like the perfect veteran for them because he's the one that's going to get somebody here. I don't know. Dan Green is that person. Danny Green's just a veteran kind of in the playoff moment that you would need to get you over the hump. Jack Crowder's the one that's actually going to get into the players and actually get on people. And I don't know if they're veterans out there for trade. But to get more on the positive side, we did get two All-Stars for the first time in Grizzly history. Jaron Jackson and John Morant. How do y'all feel about, you know, finally get two All-Stars? Was it, were y'all shocked to see Jaron Jackson get the All-Star nod? Um, for me, I wasn't that shocked because I couldn't think of anyone else front court wise on the Western side of things that possibly could have gotten in over Jaron. I mean, the people that I was thinking eventually did get in, uh, that were having a good season, great season, DeMonte Sabonis, uh, Lori Marketing, aka Lori for Marketing. Um, but no, honestly, because I, I literally sat just the whole time before the reserves came out and I'm like. I don't see anyone in the front court other than the two guys that I just named that should get the nod as an all-star over Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, so for me, no, it was just a matter of just waiting for the reserves to be dropped. I would have been shocked to yeah. get two all-stars in there and hopefully it'll be three in the coming years. Um, it's it's a great look for the Grizzlies. Um I yeah, I would say surprise. Because you don't expect the Grizzlies have been looked at in a different lens for years. I believe this is the first time the Grizzlies have ever had two All Stars ever, even though their teams have. Now I don't want to say necessarily boasted two All Stars, but it's never been a thing, so to speak. And so to me, yes, it surprised me because man, Memphis is getting love. Uh, but to your point, though, also, Trevor, it's like, yeah, but, I mean, what other big is there? And for those that say Anthony Davis or whoever, tell you what, tell the Lakers 
to be the number two or three seed, then we can talk about getting two players into the all-star game. It's no way on God's green earth should there be two players from any team being in an all-star game and your team is in a playing scenario or less. End of story. Um, and for those that also talk about Jaron Jackson Jr., about, oh, he doesn't deserve an all-star, blah, blah, blah. These are the same people that voted for, like, Rudy Gobert to be an all-star. Same people that have talked about Ben Wallace being an all-star and all these defensive players that are all-stars. You have to pay credit to something. He might not be putting up 35, 40, 50-point games. That's great. But those five blocks he's giving us every other night, that's stopping 10 points. That's a 20-point swing. But who am I? Congratulations, Grizzlies. I hope it's three near future, especially if that boy's shooting 40, 50, 50, 40, 90. But right now, Jaron Jackson Jr. not only deserves to be an all-star, I'm almost tempted to tell you he's, he's about neck and neck with my boy, boy from marketing for being a starter over Zion, if you want me to be honest with you. Because I ain't seen too much from Zion. I know he's hurt, but I think Lloyd from marketing has had a better year, not even statistically, but just overall, <laughs> and deserves that. But people didn't vote for him. Oh, he so. got to get the starting spot. He, he, he's the hometown <laughs> guy. He got to get the starting spot at that. <laughs> he should, but, you know, teach his own. But, again, congratulations to Jaron Jackson Jr. Congratulations uh, on that. And, again, for those that don't believe he should be in there, go ahead and go look up them stats about what Rudy Gobert was doing during his time and all that stuff about why he was, well, I don't know, five-time All-Star, five draft picks, whatever he's worth nowadays. Those people that do go look up Rudy Gobert's stats, I mean, he was averaging double double rebounds. So, I mean, we can ask that to Jaren, but nah. Um, I was a little surprised, honestly, because you never expect the, the national media and the coaches to recognize a young team like Memphis. Like we talk about, you know, even as the last year or so we've been doing a pod, on how the Grizzlies don't get those, you know, market games. And now we've been on ESPN a lot more, sure, and I think that kind of helped with the exposure for Jaron Jackson, who, like you said, she uh, is getting those five bucks every other game, you know. So um, shout-out to Jaron Jackson, Jr. I'm, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic that he's an all-star. Um, but at this point, like, I, I need him to start, you know, playing more like one offensively. And I know I can only ask for so much because, like I said, it's only one basketball um keep making that impact for sure defensively but in order for us to really sit down and consistently call jaron jackson an all-star we need to see more offensively so uh, that's all i'm asking for especially for us like i said way we looking now we probably won't make it out the first round but if jaron can you know continue to step up offensively i think we we we, we can be straight but hey salute to jaron jackson for sure coaching coaching Hey, well, you know, uh, I mean, coaching, you know, what I'm saying? Like, coaching is what it is. You know, what uh, some uh, who was brought up the Warriors, travel brought up the Warriors. They had a coaching change. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, they also made some moves, and you know, so yeah, yeah. It's just a simple, it's just a simple adjustment. Like we said, if they're important game, when I mean, you're trying to match teams three for three, and you got Jaron who's actively trying, posting people up, make the change. Also, and like I said, hey, it doesn't go completely the coaching. The guards on the court, job and rent tires. Come on, yeah, <laughs> feed to be feeling that. I know the coach called a certain play, or you know, whatever. Like, dude, you know, <laughs> y'all, y'all basketball players, y'all come on now. But yeah, man, shout out to both. I was a little, I kind of had a feeling he would make it. 
I I really did because I was trying to think who would like Anthony Davis, and I understood. And when you look, when you match up both their games, I don't think Jan, I don't think because you know Jaren missed like the first fourteen games, so I think they're close in games missed. But I think they kind of because Anthony Davis missed last month, month, month and a half. They kind of used the players who missed early in the season, kind of got a little more grace than ones who missed recently. A la Devin Booker, who was having a great year, missed last month. He made the All Star team. He was well on his way, probably being, even being a starter, right? So, and things like that happen. So, I kind of had a feeling he would make it. You kind of had, I mean, if Draymond Green can make it all the years, he made it, averaging 10 points and seven rebounds. I, 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 come on now. <laughs> I understand popularity, but yeah, Jerry averaged three blocks. Draymond only averaged one block those years. Like, <laughs> so the people complaining about it, uh, I'm, you know, I just ignore them, but I, I should suggest them what they want me to. I just don't feel like doing all that. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Jaren, man. Shout out to Ja. Hopefully, this is a positive that they can take for the second half of the season. Get some rest. Go out to Utah. Enjoy yourselves. Have some fun like the players did in the NFL, the NFL Pro Bowl games. Do the same thing, All Star Weekend. Enjoy yourself as much as you can in Utah. Uh, it's kind of, you know, hey, Utah can get the All Star game, but Memphis can't. But, you know, hopefully in the future, knock it on the door. But coming up, Sheedy. What you got for us with these trade scenarios? Man, so again, earlier point is we cannot stay stagnant, ladies and gentlemen. Again, not the question is, are we finding the West? Are we finding our own division? And so to me and to us, I believe we know we have to make a trade. The question is, what is the most ideal and realistic trade to happen? Of course, you know, we've seen all these, oh, that's KD, Morant, the Rant brothers and all that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I, I lived in Memphis for some time. I'm a realist. I don't see that happening. So let's talk realistically, a trade that can happen, right? Um, and so we'll start with, I believe, one of the most ideal trades that we wanted escaped. It's not over yet. But it's OG. Um, OG is a very hot commodity um, around the league, honestly. Um, and I wish you would have been in that trade talk a little bit sooner. But I'll ask the question to the fellas. I'll start with you, Cap, and I'll work my way around. If we are to trade for OG, what is an ideal trade that you would make for OG? And I got the trade machine up, so I can go ahead and see if it's going to work, if it's successful. Or if it's not, um, we'll go Cap, uh, Took, then Trevor like that, that order. Trevor, did you have a question? My fault before we went. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. You muted. Oh, no, not at all. I was just giving kudos to, to you okay. having a trade machine. You know, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> just in case. I'm going to see if it goes through. But go ahead, Cap. What you got? All right. Anybody but Jobin Red, Jaron Jackson, and Desmond Bain, wherever you can throw, wherever, matching Saturdays and anybody outside them three and picks. I know a lot of people on Twitter talk about they want to trade three first round picks, like I said earlier. 
At some point, we're going to run out of room on the roster. <laughs> Your trade is valid. Be, and they all going to be later picks. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not as down about it. We already hit on Dancing Bay, and we hit on Santi. Uh, mm-hmm. Ain't many more we need to hit on. It's time to trade them. I agree. Your trade has been confirmed. <laughs> I like that one. I, I, I like that mm-hmm. one. I, I like that one. Um, but OG, who, who'd you say again, Shark? Who, who'd you say? Uh, 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 I say anybody but the big three, <laughs> and, but including the, picks. Yeah, any I mean, picks. Now, don't get too crazy. They ain't got to trade like you know nine, not nine draft picks or something. But you know, nothing crazy like that. But <laughs> I say uh, John Conchar and like a couple second rounders. Ooh. Hold on. Oh, I got sorry. Let me let me process that. How many second rounders you talking? Uh, I do two. Two. All right. While that trade is getting done, Trevor, you can go and say yours as well. Okay. So, <laughs> looking at this, I'm I'm looking at it from Toronto's perspective and what they're trying to do uh, moving forward. If you can probably tell, they're probably looking to build around uh, Scotty Barnes. Uh, moving forward in the future, which is why OG is on the on the block as well as Pascal Siakam. So for me, I'll go two first. I'll go two first, a second, Zaire and Dylan for OG. Got it. Uh, two. They they said no. My apologies. Yeah, no, nah, um, the money money ain't match up. I ain't know OG was making that much fourteen mil. Yeah, <laughs> you have to add like a, yeah, you somebody. you have to throw somebody in there to make. The oh, I got somebody for you. Danny Green can be inserted and Danny Green. That's mm-hmm. the first round picks, not no second round. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you got to come off at least with a first or something. Not for OG. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need that because the trade failed. Um, yeah, I'm going to add the second rounders and first rounders. Yes. A first round, Danny Green and um, John Conchar, and a second round. I had a second round as well, was accepted. Um, say yours again, Trevor. My fault. Oh, uh, actually, I'm, I'm adjusting. I'm gonna go uh, okay. for OG. Um, I'm gonna go two first, Dylan and Zaire. Two first, Dylan and Zaire. Yes, two first, Dylan. I'm sorry, two first, Dylan. Um, yes, because the money matches. Yes, yes. You could probably do this with a first, with just one first round. Honestly, I'll probably, I probably yeah, I probably I'll probably throw a second yeah. first just to kind of sweep yes. the pot a little bit. Yeah, you <laughs> can do it with a first round by itself. You could probably do that with two second rounds. The other thing was the money match, so that was good. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, New Orleans will probably have more to offer, so you're gonna have to sweeten some up. <laughs> and that that is the problem. Do you guys think we can outbid? That's a question as well. Let, let's put this on the table because, again, OG is a hot commodity. A lot of teams want him. Do you believe that, A, first question, <laughs> first question, I bet you do. First question, can we outbid the Pelicans? Secondly, if we can't outbid the Pelicans, are we just driving up the price for OG to make the Pelicans give up a lot for him? So again, can we outbid them and are we driving up the price on the Pelicans? Same order. It's kind of, it's kind of a twofold question because it depends on how much 
do the Pelicans want to give? Do they want to give up certain players like Dyson Daniels and Trey Murphy? I think those are the two players Toronto's looking for. Well, I'm hearing they don't want to give them up. So it's kind of one of those like it really depends on are they really are they willing to throw them in there? So I would say no if they are willing to throw them in there, right? But it kind of depends on if they go to Pelicans. Now we ain't giving we ain't throwing them there. Then we can outbuild them easily. Because it's the rap the Raptors and you know my basketball mind, I'ma say no for the simple fact. And it's funny, shout out to Damian Adams, man, who was actually talking about this last night. Uh the Pelicans been playing hella good with starring Larry Nance, therefore making our guy JV a little bit more expendable. So if you asking, you know, JV for anybody on the Grizz, only person I'd be able to maybe put up would be Dylan Brooks. And, you know, the fact that the Raptors do need an actual center, I think that value alone could, you know, could put them over us. So to answer your question, nah. JV returning to where he got drafted, that's that's not bad. Uh, do I think the Grizz can outbid the Pelicans? No, I, I don't. Do I think the Grizzlies are trying to drive the price up to potentially get New Orleans to give up more? Possibly 100%. Um, I do think if they – were successful in doing this and new orleans gave up a lot just to get og it positions memphis to uh possibly make a move at some other pieces who knows i mean maybe pascal in free agency or may take some shots and get some veterans in the buyout market or something of that nature but uh i don't don't think we'd have enough to outbid new orleans for the deal for og that's why in my original i threw a second first in there to go along with Dylan and Zaire um, to get OG to Memphis. Yeah, I don't know how OG fits with them either. He fits better with us. I'm like, unless, unless they think he can play shooting guard, I don't, because Zaire ain't playing center. <laughs> so it's kind of like, they'll, they'll probably to, They'll probably yeah. run CJ, Brandon Ingram, shooting guard. CJ, OG, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and assuming JV still there, JV. Or if they don't get rid of JV, it'll probably be Jackson Hayes. I thought they got rid of Jackson Hayes. I don't know why I thought he was at, yeah. but um, or Larry Nance as well. I Herb Jones. I I like Herb Jones honestly uh, with the Pelicans. Um, good defense. Um, but to move on, I think there there's another player. But I know we have some other requests here. There's another player. Toronto Raptors to me are one of the teams that has the most to give another team because this team is Toronto is not going to contend for a championship. They are contending for a playoff spot in the playing scenario. But they have a lot of pieces that are tradable. I think OG is one that's on the block. I think Pascal. We've heard of names like Fred Van Fleet um, and uh, Gary Trent Jr. Of those players, realistically, we don't need another uh, point guard that's below six feet. Um, and, And Fred Van Fleet is going to command, for some reason, at least $100 million for four years. Um, I'll leave that where it's at. Hey, Gary he Hart. Hey, he Hall of Fame, according to I got Savage, man. He a future Hall of Famer right there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna leave that right where it's at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hall of Fame Van Fleet. However, I think Gary Trent Jr. is a better piece that works for us. Um, again, another player that's making that comparable money. If we can't get OG from the Raptors. I would love to get Gary Trent Jr. Um, Gary Trent Jr. gives you more offensively. 
Um, I'm not saying he's a closer per se, because I know that's what you're, we're going to get to real soon here too. He's not necessarily a closer, but he's also not a player that's afraid to take the shot either. And we don't have too many players on our team that aren't afraid to take the shot. Uh, we should have more than you think. Well, we would get him up out of there. Um, and so I'll ask the fellas, how do y'all feel about a trade for Gary Trent Jr. if the one for OG does not go through uh, for us? Danny Green in the first, or yeah, Danny Green in the first. Matching salary wise, it had to be Danny Green. I went tra- I wouldn't necessarily trade Dylan for him, but Danny Green and the sweetened deal first. I was gonna think a second, but they Gary Trent, I think he he could he should command probably the first. He he's a double to score, really good shooter. I've seen him hit clutch baskets this season, this specific season. So yeah. It's funny the, the the I guess top five guys, two of the top five guys that I want on the grid's name is Gary. That's Gary Trent and uh Gary Harris from Orlando Magic. Uh, and surprisingly, they both play the same position and can fill the same role. Um, I would honestly prefer Gary Trent Jr. over OG. Um, a lot of people have been saying OG just over this and give him three first, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm honestly he's good. He ain't all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just started talking about OG and Like, let's pump the brakes on him real quick. Uh, but as far as consistency and what I what you said, Sharky, as far as, like, being able to just, you know, pull it, that's what we need coming off the bench. And he's very he, – I think he's on, he's for sure underrated uh, defensively. I think one point he led the NBA in steals last year. Uh, so let's not forget about that and what we're missing on the perimeter off the bench is a guard. We're missing the hell out of the end of Melton right now. So if we can find a way to get Gary Trent Jr. for less than what we're, you know, allegedly supposed to be sending out to to get OG, I'm down down for it, 100. Yeah, I would probably do the exact same deal for Gary Trent Jr. that I proposed for uh, OG. Uh, instead of Dylan, I'll throw Danny Green in there, and I'm taking off a first. I, I think Danny Green, oh Zaire, in a first can get Gary. Exactly. Trent Jr. I think he's out with that. Yeah, and. I'm gonna be keeping real. Gary Trent Jr. is probably the better fit for the Grizzlies as opposed to OG. Cause I think with Gary Trent, you just bring him in the game off the bench and just tell him, do you go get buckets? And that is something the Grizzlies 100 percent need right now coming off of that bench with that second unit. I I was about to start talking. Um, yeah, and I think another thing that kind of is not discussed as often as Gary Trent Jr. is not this 6'2", 6'3", player. He's about 6'5", 6'6", um, and he's got a little more length in him than what people prescribe him to be, kind of like uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell looks like a small point – well, with Rudy Gobert, everyone's small or got COVID. But, you know, D'Angelo Russell is about 6'5", 6'6", as well, at least 6'4". Um, and so I would love Gary Trent Jr. I think – to your guys' point, I don't think you have to get rid of Dylan Brooks. Okay, but you got to get rid of Danny Green. You got to make at least $10 million and another player and possibly a second rounder because I believe Gary Trent's junior value, Gary Trent Jr.'s value is also going up. Now I'm going to flip to one more team, and I'm going to let Tuke take over as well. Another team that we've kind of been rumored about to get, um, and another team I believe has a lot of trade pieces, is the Utah Jazz. 
Um, now here as well, you're still talking about a guard, still talking about scoring. Um, however, I don't think Malik Beasley is as good as the other options that have been offered already. However, to entertain Grizzlies media, how would you do with that trade from Malik Beasley, keeping the same order? I try to convince them to throw in Jerry Vanderbilt mm-hmm. with Malik Beasley. Hey, I need them to get. I need another veteran because Malik Beasley ain't got the best off the court history, and we we already, <laughs> we already got a young team with a little problem on there. Yeah, maybe a little problem, maybe and maybe not. I mean, maybe you want to get Rudy Gay back? No, no. Hey, you almost made me um say swear words. Hell no. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> I need like Rudy Gay. We this here. Hey, but. yo, they got him playing center now. <laughs> he be a center sometimes, bro. It was the most hilarious thing I was watching. I was like, hold on, this man really a center? No, sorry. But yeah, I'm gonna convince them throwing Jerry Vanderbilt and give me both of them. I throw them a first, Danny Green for matching salary purposes. And their pick of the litter of young hey, Jack LaRavia. Yeah, Jack LaRavia could bounce. Come on, give me Jack LaRavia. John, yeah, you know, Utah. John Conchar is perfect for that. John Conchar, Jack LaRavia. <laughs> Jack LaRavia, John Conchar, a first round pick, and Danny Green. And give me Jerry Vanderbilt and Malik Beast. See if it's working trade machine, though. I ain't looked at it. I got it, did. Oh, okay. There we go. Green, LaRavia, Conchar. I didn't even throw the pick in there yet. Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt. Let's go. Get us that other center because, uh, yeah. Yeah, we need another big man down there. No. Mm-hmm. Salty is like he could play the three now. Like, yep. just. All right. What you got, too? Oh, yeah. Um, no, I made a trade. Uh, you know, I'm in a trade machine, too. Try to work a little magic myself. And y'all know option number one forever is gonna be King Durant. If we can get King Durant, send send everybody, but you know, John Durant for sure. Man, uh, realistic, man. Realistic. I know realistic. <laughs> I, exactly. I, realistic. I know it's a realistic dream that for I the trade for the trade deadline. Yeah, now off season sometime. Let's see. Tough. Let's see. You know what I'm saying? They'll call me mm-hmm. Tevin Durant for no reason, but we are gonna keep it like that. Uh, hey, player two, who called, if it's who called you there. Me. You said, hey, who called you that? Hey, don't worry about it, bro. You're asking too many questions right now. Can I ghost? Can you stop interrupting my monologue, please? Oh! Damn. Thank you. Thank you, Captain. Captain Underpants. Damn. Um, but now, uh, the, sec- <laughs> the second option that if I could bring, you know, a wish list of grids, I think this one is more realistic, like I've said, uh, is DeMar DeRozan. Um, and I actually got into the trade machine and got an accepted trade. Um, so that was. Hang, hang on, hang on. I, I think Sheedy was gonna get to that. Hang, hang, hang on. Let's. Hold let's on. What, 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 what we doing? Where's Sheedy at? Where, where we at? He, he. I think he's gonna. He was gonna eventually get to tomorrow, but I think he wants to hear your your, he? uh, your deal for him. <laughs> he want. He want. Yeah. He said ISO. He said you he gave do. me the ISO. No, no. I, I said relax. I said we're gonna get to you. I, I told. I, that's exactly yeah. what I was telling. Like, I thought you said go. That's what I'm like. I thought you said go. No, my, this is pump the brakes. That's my fault. No, he was I telling you to go. You, for got, your, you got a lot going on. Shout out to this is a separate deal for the league reason. Like, my bad, my bad. So I got you. So from now on, we'll do signals. Okay. There this we go. There we go. There we go. There Keep we go. it going. Well, yeah, since you already talking about, since you already talking about the Rose, I'll hit you deal. Then go to Malik Beasley. Just do both. <laughs> <He> might as well. <laughs> yeah. 
So Malik Beasley, uh, now nah, because like like you said, we don't need any more troublemakers on the team. Like we already having issues with players off the court that may or may not be getting in activities that they shouldn't be getting into. So why continue to pound that hammer? So no, nah, I'm good on that one. Um, I guess. So I, am I talking about the, my homie Demar Derozan? Are we sure? Go ahead. You know what I'm saying Grizz Nation. We need them. We need that closer. I've been saying, and we can get them for John Contract, Danny Green, and for Dylan Brooks. Hey, that... yeah. I mean, go on hit Kyle Chicago. Throwing some first. We got throwing some first. Yeah. So what was what was the deal for tomorrow? Do they got do they got do they got shooting they can add to that? Because we still need to shoot off the bench somewhere. Yeah, what's up with Kobe White? Yeah, I still need a shooter somewhere. What's up <laughs> with Kobe shoot. White? I I, I need if <laughs> I'm gonna need more than just Demar Derozan. <laughs> I'm gonna need another shooter, a three team trade. Give me Seth Curry and Demar Derozan yeah. and trade wherever you exactly. Trade. <laughs> so. What's up with Kobe? Oh, we are starting to get unrealistic. I'll take Caruso. Like, what's <laughs> if we gonna do this deal with Chicago? I'm gonna need more than just Demar. <laughs> Even if the Mar player said I gotta go, he he gotta yeah. log in to get his pitch. Continuing along. Um honestly, I, I couldn't think of a better deal for Malik Beasley than what Sharky proposed. I mean, I, I would have done the exact same thing. Like, give me final give me Malik Beasley, Jerry Vanderbilt, and uh you can take Conchild Arabia. I think you said Danny Green to make the money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean for the Mar. I'm gonna need more than just tomorrow, man. If I'm if I'm the Grizzlies, I, I I get it. He I get everything he provides. He's gonna be making a lot of money, but I'm gonna I'm gonna need more than just tomorrow, man. Like, what's up with Kobe White? What, what's up with Alex Caruso or something? Y'all trying to blow it up anyway. So I, I'm gonna need more than just tomorrow. If I'm giving up what I'm giving up for tomorrow, road. My bad, y'all. Y'all ever had y'all like computer or something go to like a whole another Wi-Fi thing? Like that literally just happened to me. So yeah, bad. happened to Trevor too. He didn't know it though. Yeah, <laughs> it's something going around, man. It's something going wrong, man. Make sure y'all protect y'all Wi Fi, man. Protect y'all passwords and whatnot. Um, but the trade was again, uh, the Martin Rosen for Dylan Brooks, Danny Green, and John Conchar. Successful trade right off the top. So, if we need to add draft picks, cool. You were saying something yeah. about Kobe White, cool. I, I need more than Lamar because I forgot a couple. You need you, you need you need another wing off the bench. Because if you're giving up Conchar and Danny Green along with Dylan Bruce, you're gonna need another wing off the bench when Demar is not out there. Yeah. We still have Lavrafia, man. We still developing. We still have Lavrafia and Zaire. So That's we right. we so we just got Santi at the three. Oh, Santi at the three is actually hey Santi at the three looking like it may be the move. That's not let's not let's not like go go get them out of there, man. It's it's time. Still got Dave Variety too. We'll be all right. We should be okay. Exactly. Not, maybe okay. not this year to win a championship, but we'll be good in the future. Because DeMar DeRozan in the playoffs, in the playoffs, Mm-mm. yeah, we can we can find we can find a veteran or two for like a, Boy, some, some in the playoffs, you know, first rounders or something. Like yeah. we ain't add no first rounders to this either, so it's like we can find a veteran or two for for some draft picks. But that's She's my opinion. I, I still think we need a little mm-hmm. bit more for than just tomorrow, but I, I'm I, I can work with it. I can rock with it. She's just I, disappointed. Yeah, because Demar Derozan is commanding twenty-seven million. That's why you got to make it. Huh? You got to make it work. 
Mm-hmm. And then and it's just a matter of who you're going to extend, Dylan or DeMar. No, we wouldn't extend Dylan yet. Uh, uh, but then you got Caruso's making almost 10. Kobe White's making about seven. The Bulls are paying anybody to play basketball at this point. Um, but that's all I had. Listen, hear me out, front office. We have praised you enough. It is time for you to get your hands dirty and make a trade. Like, legitimately do something. We have all have said on here, we've slid and we're still the second seed. I'm the one that's saying, if y'all do something for real, y'all might not be in the play. That's me. That's me. Remember, it was just me. But we are all saying something has to be done. You cannot continue this season with this same lineup and expect. Honestly, I'm going to say, I'll be honest with you, fellas. At this point, with everyone that's moving and trading, if we stay stagnant, we may not make it to or past the second round. I'm going to say past the second round. I got enough faith that we can make it past the first. But by God. We definitely make it out the second round, and even the first is hard. Well, man, like the great Buzz Bunny once said, "Demar Derozan, we need you. <laughs> we need something, need something." But if that's still developing for the future, that may never come. That's fine too. I'm just going to adjust my expectations accordingly, right? <laughs> They're not, they won't be fine to us, and we just adjust our expectations accordingly. So, shout out to the Grizzlies. Um, shout out to hopefully the front office this week. I'm speaking good vibe, positive energy into this trade deadline season. But for the upcoming week, they do have three games against the Chicago Bulls. So, Duke, like we said, we want the OG not to travel back. If we want DeMar DeRozan not to travel back, they should go and get a deal done tomorrow, right? They got Chicago. Tomorrow on Tuesday, they have Minnesota coming back. Need to go ahead and tie that season series up on Friday. Then, this probably automatic loss. But, yeah, Boston on Sunday. So, what you got for this three-game week versus Chicago versus Minnesota and at the Boston Celtics? Sadly, Grizz Nation, I have us going one and two um, this week. I think we finally get off the Western uh, Conference night and beat Minnesota at home. I think we lose tomorrow night to the Bulls somehow, some way, because Memphis is finding a way to blow games. And we rarely win on national TV anyway, so you asking us to win on national TV against the Celtics in Boston, where Boston pretty much owns us, I can't see that happening. So, unfortunately, Memphis, we we're going into the All-Star break one and two this week. So, uh, we're actually leading up to All-Star break. It'll be one and two. One and two is nice. The bad part about this is I just looked at the month of February. And for Black History Month, we might not even win three games in the month of February. But I'm not going to go too far ahead. Okay? I'm not going to go too far. That's for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Those are the three victories right there. Um, and so give me at least one. I mean, hopefully we can beat the Timberwolves. But what, what, and watch, too. Watch. The Bulls and DeMar, DeMar DeRozan is going to give us a game. And if he doesn't give us a game, he's going to close the game just because. Just just watch. It, that's that's the juju that you're bringing right now. And it's going to piss me off. Um, Let me see what I got. 
I got <laughs> uh I got us going 0 and 3. Uh, I got us going on in three. The Celtics one is pending on the fact that the Celtics are still trying to trade Jalen Brown. That was a report saying that they 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 offered the Nets Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant early. I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll see. If they trade Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown not playing, I think that's the game we can win. If Jalen Brown playing, of course, 0-3. I'm going to just put it out there. Um, like I said, the Timberwolves hadn't had it out for us since last year. They got Rudy Gobert. We don't have a true big, so I mean that's an issue for me. Um, so and the Bulls, if we do get into a tight situation, and my, with my juju, my karma, uh, if Demar Derozan plays because he's not traded to the Grizz, hint, hint, he's gonna close that game for us and show us exactly what a closer is supposed to look like. So, uh, give me a one three. Before you, before you go, Kev, I'm sorry. If Kevin Durant goes to the Celtics at this point it would be the most Durant thing to do if I lose to you in the playoffs I might as well join your team the next year and that needs to become a verb my apologies <laughs> I remember there being the rumor last summer we demanded a trade but you know it's, it's, it's the time for rumors right now right so we'll see come Thursday I just know the Grizzlies go on three dog. And they don't make a trade in this own three stretch. Woo-wee. Yes, sir. So, John Moran's coming back tomorrow and Dylan Brooks. They find a way to beat Chicago by any means necessary. They're going to find a way. They're going to find a way. They're going to find a way to beat Minnesota Friday. They are 0-10 or 11 in the John Moran era against Jason Tatum. So that's a no. <laughs> Definitely win on Super Bowl Sunday too. So what they're gonna try to do oh, is yeah, sneak yeah, along. They're gonna act like they're gonna act like nobody watching their game. Because guess what? We probably not because we get ready for the Super Bowl, right? But it's gonna be on national TV, and they're going they're gonna act like they're gonna sneak away with a loss that one. But we're gonna watch them all on national TV. Get smacked right before we watch the Super Bowl. So two and one. And Trevor, you had more. <laughs> I, I hope so. I I really hope so. Yeah. Knows, uh, I'm gonna try to be optimistic when say they they figure out, man. They they gotta care, right? They gotta care as much as we do. I believe they do. They gonna figure it out. We know they do. They just gotta execute and just. And I always say this: sometimes the best answer is the obvious answer, and sometimes Taylor Jenkins thinks too much. <laughs> and when it comes to his in game adjustments and everything, like again, just sometimes the best answer is the obvious answer. You got a mismatch with Jerry Jackson Jr. He's Jerry Jackson Jr. You need a three-pointer, run a play for Desmond Bain. Like, it's, it's – it can all be so simple. Yep. I'm hoping Taylor Jenkins turns it around himself. But as always, y'all know y'all can follow us on Twitter at starting 5 num 5 M-E-M. Follow the Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies. And check out the articles at grizzlybearblues.com. Listen to the other podcasts on network, GBB Live, Core 4, Next Gen, and Grizzly Red Best. Also, check out GBB as we will be live uh, some of the podcast hosts. Thursday live for the trade deadline on Twitter Spaces and check out my guys below Telf and she did say it'd be on three the harder way I think on Thursday as well on YouTube live on YouTube check them out for trade deadline specials on trade deadline day as we all will probably get pissed off because it's reason to make no trades but follow me on Twitter <laughs> at the one D A O N E underscore P-, P Shark yeah I'm at the art of Trevor on Twitter you know of is the preposition um, who knows where I'll be after Thursday. Um, but my bags are packed to leave Dylan Brooks Island if he's no longer a Grizzly. 
Um, so it, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm at the Art of Trevor on Twitter. I have to leave y'all with something. Um, is it me, or do I? Or do y'all always bring like your cup to the refrigerator to pour something to drink? Also, when you're vacuuming, do you run into stuff? It's really she. It's just things on my mind. That's all. I man had a, a hiss the blunt moment at the end of the pod, but it's all good, bro. Ed Tev, Shakir. Hey, make sure y'all with us on a trade deadline because if we don't make a move, just cancel the season. Defund the Grizz, defund everybody. But we love Hey, you. it's according to plan, though. We still rebuilding, remember? <laughs> I love y'all. Jesus, love y'all. Happy trade deadline week, Grizz. Hey, follow that fifth meal, man. Underscore Scalito. Till next time, Grizz Nation. Hopefully, we do some stuff to happen by the time next time we record.